Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pack One Pick One. Uh, if you didn't know, the actually put out an episode last week starring another recurring guest on this program, and uh, you should definitely check that one out. Uh, I opened up a few really cool packs, have some interesting commentary, and uh, some good back and forth about what we think was going on with uh, Iconic Masters and Masters 25. And uh, I think this weekend I'm going to do, hopefully, a pretty big episode. I'm going to be participating in the Dominaria pre-release, which I think most of you are going to be doing that too, at least one of them, and picking up a box of the set as well. And hopefully I'll be opening most of that on this podcast, maybe even the whole thing, right? I don't know. Uh, Could be fun. But... Uh, for today, I figured I would just do another quick episode, because I haven't uh, put one out in a little while. And I want to make one at least once a week or so, just so I have more content out there, um, try and do some new things. And uh, yeah, before I make an episode in a few days about what I think is going to be one of the best sets in recent memory, I figured I would actually uh, open up a pack one of the worst ones that in recent memory at least for most people's opinion, and that's Battle for Zendikar. It's actually um, starting to pick up steam nowadays, though, purely because people want to play the Expedition Lottery, because they've shot up in value. Uh, Most of them are really going up, and I'm really happy that I've gotten the ones that I wanted already when I did. Not that I predicted they would go up this soon, but... Hopefully, if people still want them and they don't have them, I think now's a good time to start getting them because they're not going to be going down. Like, breeding pools used to be like 50 something dollars a month or two ago, and now they're like pushing 100 bucks on those sites. So, not to be alarmist, but prices are going up on those and inventions too. Invocations as well. So, if you really want one, you're kind of debating about it. Now's really the time, because it's not going to be getting any cheaper. It won't be. Uh, short of a major thing happening. But no one can really predict that. Um, I mean, that's the hope. You know, you'd hope to get an expedition out of one of these packs. But, you know, the odds of that are slim. I think I've opened up two expeditions, and th- luckily they were both fetch lands. Uh, one was my first box of this set. It was Bloodstainmire, and that's what kind of eventually inspired me to expedition out a modern Jund deck. So every land in it that could be an expedition is an expedition. I wouldn't even attempt it nowadays with the price increases, so I was luckily able to kind of start that early. Um, And then I've also opened up from Battle for Zendikar a Scalding Tarn expedition. I did sell that, though. I kind of wish I hadn't. Now, but at the time I got a really good deal. I didn't need it then. Um, I think I actually sold it to help buy some of the ones from my Jun deck, so I don't really feel bad about it. You know, it was awesome that I to open one. I was really happy, and I got other expeditions I needed more at the time. So yeah, that's how it goes. I didn't open up any from Oath of the Gatewatch though. Literally none. I have some from that set, but I didn't open them. I had to buy or trade for them. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't had bad luck opening Battle for Zendikar in boxes or packs, but 
Overall, it's a pretty low value set. Um, there aren't really cards in here that are worth much money, and the draft format wasn't considered very good by many people. There are some that loved it, that's true. You know, they're not wrong for liking it, but generally it wasn't seen as a good one. And especially one of the colors, green, was seen very poorly in it. And a lot of people claimed it was unplayable. I never played green in this draft set. Uh, pretty much, I only drafted it a handful of times, really. I didn't like it that much and find it interesting. And I wasn't as into drafting them. But uh, I played mostly, I believe, blue-red colorless cards or blue-black going for colorless. And it was fun. I never tried Converge because it was a god-awful mechanic in the set. Had no payoff cards. Literally no payoffs. Um, and yeah, that was that was another issue with the draft. They tried to, like, half the mechanics basically had no real reward for going into them. And they also depowered a lot of them. Like, Landfall is massively weaker than it used to be in the original Sound of Card block. So it really wasn't that exciting in those aspects. But there were still a few cool cards out of it that weren't expeditions. Gideon made a huge impact on Standard. The uh, Battlelands made an impact because you could fetch them with Khan's Lands. Uh, the Allied fetches that got reprinted in that set. And the new Ulamog is actually very powerful. And it's probably one of the best cards. No, it definitely is one of the best cards in the set. It's amazing and it'll see a lot of play. EDH and Modern. Uh, it's very strong. So there were, there were a few good things, but for the most part, it was not really what people were expecting, and it really wasn't that powerful, really wasn't a lot of value. The expeditions didn't help with that. Everyone opened the set, not because they were really excited for it after a while, because they wanted to get, like, the $100 bills, basically, in packs. So it, it definitely sold a lot because of those, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to crack this open. Do a little commentary on it. This is just a short episode. You know, a little teaser before uh, this weekend when I'll make a Dominaria episode. That should be a big one. So, yeah, check that out. Let me know what you think. But let's we'll get into it. All right, I'm not going to go over every card and every strategy. It's a quick video. <sighs> uh, yeah, I'll make this a pack one, pick one. Not opening enough packs to do, like, a break-even thing, so. What would I take? Having drafted this, like, four times. Uh, Dispel? No. Generally, don't ever take counter spells unlimited. Unless it's Force of Will or Mana Drain, and then I'll take that shit. But, if it's something like this, no. Mind Raker? Eh. Nettle Drone? Well, that's, uh... That's so far the pack one pick one for me. It's actually one of the few payoff cards out there. It's too colorless in the red. It's a 3-1 colorless Eldrazi Drone. It's got to void, which means it has no color. And that's it. It's like, okay, whatever. And you can tap it, and it will do one damage to each opponent. And whenever you cast a colorless spell, you can untap this. So it gives you reach, gives you extra ping effects. Um, that's like one of the few times where devoid ever really matters, because you are casting colorless spells. So I'll let you untap it, get more damage in, get some reach in. It's a clock. Best card I've seen so far. Fortified Rampart. No. Cloud Manta. A lot of people would take this. I wouldn't. I like the Nettle Drum. I mean, you know, I like it as much as it is the best card in here. 
uh, Sandstone Bridge, Tajuru Beastmaster. Ah, oh, look at that. This one's got another keyword from the set. It's called Rally. Whenever it enter or another ally enters the battlefield under your control, creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn. Okay, yeah. So rally has something to do when like your other allies enter the battlefield. So, okay, something really that great. What do we got? Demon's grasp. That's a solid card. It's a removal. People would probably take it. Kills a lot. Skyline Cascade. Eldrazi Sky Spawner. Back uh, before Odrazi got banned in Modern, one of the earliest incarnations of the deck actually used cards like Eldrazi Sky Spawner because you could power them out on like turn two or turn one. And it turns out, you know, a flying two one that puts out a one one that can be sacrificed to add mana, like on turn two or even one, is really freaking good. Um, when it normally wouldn't be. So, who would have thought? But it doesn't really see play now. For a little while, it was fun. You know, people actually played it. When they were still figuring out you know, how to make that deck work. But now it doesn't see any play. Okay, so we're at the Uncommons. It means there's no foil in this pack. No Expedition. Oh well. Like, come on. We weren't going to get that lucky. But, yeah. Once you, uh, you have nine Commons, and that's when you start at the Uncommons, then you'll have a foil in the pack. If you get to 10 commons, no foil. Whew, okay. Yeah, first uncommon, Void Attendant. Nope. Pilgrim's Eye is the next one. If you want to play Converge, which you shouldn't because it's fucking garbage and has no real payoffs or support, this is the card you'd take so far. But again, you shouldn't play it because terrible strategy and limited. Blighted Cataract is the last uncommon. Yeah, whatever. No, not taking it. So right now, uh, I'd be going with a Nettle Drone still. Yeah, it's a good strategy. Even if you don't go with it uh, that deep in it, it's still a solid card. Here we go. What's the rare mythic going to be? Close my eyes for the big reveal. Oh, tried to rip off. Okay, here we go. Ooh, Painful Truths. It's a Converge card. So this one actually did see modern play, believe it or not. It's two colorless and a black with Converge. It's sorcery. You draw X cards and lose X life, where X is the number of colors of mana spent to cast Painful Truths. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, and take it. Maybe in draft, if you're going black. Like, if it was pack two and you're already in that color, Maybe. If you really want Converge, for some ungodly reason, there's your payoff card. That or Pilgrim's Eye. I take the, take the Painful Truths. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's Battle for Center card. There's a, oh, Full Art Mountain. Yeah, it's cool. You get Full Art Land in each pack. But, um, yeah, you know, it's not that exciting of a set. Unless you open up an Expedition, like a Foil Willemog. But, um, yeah, fun stuff. Thanks for joining me on this episode, and uh, yeah, I'll be putting out a new one hopefully this weekend for Dominaria. I'll be opening some of it, maybe even a whole box on this podcast. Who knows, right? Anything could fucking happen. All right, well, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening.